Welcome back to May Contain Violence, a horror appreciation podcast. I'm your host, David. With me is Mallory. And this is it. The finale to our vampire series. We'll be looking at films and TV and other productions between the year 2000 up until recent times. This isn't so much a comprehensive timeline. It's more of a what projects we thought were pretty cool and ones that stood out or ones that we had a personal connection with. Anyhow, let's get to it. Okay, Um, we are next going to talk about a very funny movie. Mm -hmm. A very funny movie from across the pond over in New Zealand. Yes. From the very, very talented director and one director who has not failed me in making me laugh and loving his films. Writing and directing. Let's not remember that. (laughs) Forget that. And producing and starring in. And that is one... Taika Watiti, mm-hmm. directed alongside Jermaine Clements, equally funny man yep. from, from um, Flight of the Concords, one of my favorite over-the-seas comedy. Yep. I have the DVD set over there. <laughs> oh, love it. <laughs> and the film is What We Do in the Shadows, mm-hmm. a completely true documentary on the life of four vampires. Living in New Zealand. <laughs> Living in New Zealand and rooming together. <laughs> was uh, it in Auckland? Did, did it take place in Auckland? I feel like it t- took place in Auckland. For this podcast, we'll say it did. No, okay. um, they're, they're, they're actually in Wellington. Oh, Wellington. Oh, my which bad. Is, which is a suburb of Tiaro, apparently. Okay. All I right. don't know. Um, it is, uh, but it's New Zealand. So, you know, mm-hmm. still in New Zealand. Um, it's fantastic. So I, I first heard about <laughs> this film in in kind of like the, the uh, I heard it was making waves at like the like indie film festivals and and, and stuff. And I think it was shown. I think I want to say it was shown at TIFF. It has to be shown at TIFF. I have a feeling it might have had enough of a like traction to be at TIFF, considering the um, Germain. I think a few years before that had done um, Seagull versus Shark. Oh, yes. Yeah. And that sort of had a little bit of traction. Yeah. Um, I don't know if anyone, I highly suggest that people watch that movie. It's such that a good was... dry comedy. So. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, um, it, it, it like I found out about it through uh, Crave. Well, it would have been the movie networks okay. beforehand. And I saw the trailer for it, and I was like, I am intrigued. Must watch. Let's put a, a reminder on that. And I sat and watched it, and I was not disappointed. No. Not in the no. least. Um, so, yeah, it was shown uh, at Sundance first. Mm-hmm. Uh, June 19th, 2014. Oh. Uh, sorry, January, sorry, January 19th. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, did I hear Taika Waititi before? I, what came first? Was it this or um, the Wilder People uh, film? I think the Wilder People. Did it come first? Yeah, I, I'm I, not sure. 
I I mean, I want to say that came first because, again, I don't think it would have had as much traction as it did without, um, mm-hmm. without without that. And I mean, Taika had star not starred but had played a supporting role in Green Lantern, uh, a few years before that. I didn't see Green Lantern. He was in. That. Oh, okay, he oh, was. Okay. He he plays. Uh, the best friend in that one. Oh, okay. So, yeah, he only plays like a small supporting role in it. So he was it's... on screen. He wasn't an alien or anything. No, 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 no. Okay. He wasn't. Okay. Yeah, he wasn't that. No. Um, um, but yeah, I, I think the Wilder people came first. I'm going to say, I'm going to put my money down on that. <laughs> okay. I'll put my money down. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so I first. I think I saw it on Netflix. It came to Netflix relatively quick, from what I remember, too. Oh, um, and I lost because Hunt for the Wilder People came out in 2016. So, my oh, bad. Wow. Okay. <laughs> um, no, that's okay. Yeah, I, I wasn't quite sure. I know I saw them fairly close together. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was only two years apart. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, because I. I think they were both at once on 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 Netflix, um, but uh, yeah. So I tuned in and saw this brilliant fucking comedy, <laughs> and it was so funny. It was it was so respectful to the vampire genre too. It was. It so was, and it, it oh, the backstories, um, Peter. Peter. Peter is great. I love the makeup. <laughs> love that Nosferatu makeup. Oh, it was oh. fantastic. Peter, the roommate made a flatmate meeting. The meeting. Oh, 20 minutes. <laughs> oh, okay, Peter. <laughs> um, so you had uh, Taika Waititi as this. I, I have to read this name because it. It takes up half the page here. It does. Viago von Dorna Schmarten Schneiden Heimberg. Nie von Blitzenberg. Nie von Blitzenberg in parentheses. Age 379. <laughs> uh, and the, the, the uptight one. And um, apparently based his performance on his mom. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, he was very much the. Uh, the kind of the hoity-toity type of vampire, the frills vampire. He calls himself the dandy. The dandy, (laughs) yeah, perfect. Perfect word. That's what I was looking for. Um, And uh, he provides a lot of the the introduction at the beginning. Um, Yeah, Uh, but I mean, oh, so funny. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, With a, with a, interesting backstory too Um, oh yeah the how he ended up in new zealand in the first place yeah (laughs) Um, so yeah we we go along and we meet jermaine clements uh oh right out of poker (laughs) (laughs) the poker yeah um eight eight hundred sixty two right out of uh uh, Coppola's Dracula. I mean, this yeah. is this is Gary Oldman, his version of Gary Oldman. I mean, the even his room Deacon, is a weird. Ending. Yeah, where he goes into the room and he sees like you see like the red silk sheet 
and yep. the other the other lady vampires and then he's like raw and then you're like oh no and then you shut the door he yeah, and, the door. and you're looking at it as if you're like you're looking down from the ceiling, looking uh, down onto his bed. You know, it's just it's just the gravity, so or, or it's just all mixed up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, he carries himself very much like uh, Gary Old, um, mm-hmm. but, but he's he's not Gary Old, <laughs> which no. is the fun, which is all, all, all the more fun. Oh, um, it's so good. <laughs> uh, Jonathan Brug as Deacon Brook. Uh, age he's the young rebel, age one eighty three. I was trying to figure out what kind of vampire they were going with for him. Um, I don't know per se. I, I just think he yeah. might have been one of the village people. Yeah, he felt like a village person from like uh, a Hammer horror film. Exactly, and you know. and uh, yeah, something out of Frankenstein, something out of Dracula itself. Mm-hmm. But yeah, not particularly any influenced, like any influence of a vampire, a notable vampire. Not like, um, not like Vla- Vladislav or yeah, or our Viago, Viago, who to or me <laughs> Viago kind of reminds me of maybe an Anne Rice vampire but to yeah but risen even farther up into the uh kind of the yeah the dandy I love when he when he's like he he brings in that his uh intended victim and he he's put down newspaper oh my god (laughs) and it's so messy (laughs) he says like oh my oh no Oh no! Oh, that's a lot of blood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I oh. lost. I, I mean, I can sit here and talk about this forever and just <laughs> know about how great this movie is. It's uh, it's probably uh, one of my favorite horror comedies of uh, of all time. It's right up there with Shaun of the Dead for me, and uh, yeah. You know, you know, Evil Dead 2, which I mm. consider a comedy. It um, is. It is. Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's 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 fantastic. And um, yeah, Peter, who we don't get a we don't get a lot of Peter. We just he's usually just sitting there quietly. He just likes to seem to like their company. <laughs> but he doesn't participate much. I think <laughs> it's about their company per se, it's just uh because uh and I mean, we find out this backstory is that Peter sired Deacon. Yes. So it, it, it's almost as if Deacon has to take Peter everywhere with him. Yeah. Like every time they move around, Peter has to come with Deacon. So I, I feel as if it's just more so Peter is, is there. But not necessarily a part of the main crew. He's just no. He's he he feeds off of their their um uh you know scraps basically. Yeah. They sort of make sh- they, they he's sort of the grandpa character. They check in <laughs> on him. They make sure he's okay. He's well fed. They clean up after him a little bit, but they he terrifies all of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I mean, there's so much that happens in in, in this movie. Um, 
there's so many sub little subplots that they delve into and, and just like the werewolves of of uh, Wellington as well. Ugh. I believe they did a bit of, uh, after that with with the werewolves of Wellington, but oh, I could they? be wrong. Could be wrong, but oh, I feel as if there was like a bit of a mini series regarding that. <laughs> oh, that'd be awesome! Yeah, it, it was uh, great. And also, I have to, I have to do it because I just love this movie so much. But Vladislav's run in with the Beast. Oh, the Beast! Yeah, <laughs> his ex, his ex, <laughs> the Beast. <laughs> um, yeah, you're you're expecting this terrible, terrible creature, and she ends up being very nice. Yeah. <laughs> She's she's just Great nice. I, I I I think he was a bit of a, a player, and she just uh-huh. had enough of. Like my my gathering is, she's the one that walked away. Other yep. people were in his thrall forever. They'd been together for I don't know how many years, a few centuries, and she walked away from him because she just had enough of his philandering ways. I'm gonna guess, but she's like she's totally nice. Yeah, <laughs> and I love her name is so like plain. It's Pauline. It's Pauline. Yeah, Pauline, the beast. <laughs> <laughs> um, and oh, uh, back to the where the where was are led by Rise Darby. Yes, it was great and everything he's in. Oh, uh, come on, there's there's no question. I mean, t- and. He, I mean, he made a bit of a crossover to American television and film, but yeah. he's not got the the level of prominence that he has across the pond. No, no, yeah, he he showed up in both of the um, um, oh, what was that called? The uh, where they get trapped in the game. Um. Jumanji movies. Jumanji, last, yeah. Yeah. He had a small role in, in both the Jumanji yeah. movies. But Hello Adventurers. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he he's always in that type of role usually. But I mean I, I remember him most of the he's got leading man poti- he's got some leading man potential across the pond. That's the thing. Like yeah. anything he's been in uh, over in, in in the UK and New Zealand and Australia, he's had more of a prominent role yeah even in flight of the concords he has much more of a prominent role oh yeah yeah as their manager oh my gosh yeah. mm-hmm. <clears throat> um so i don't know I, I i don't really want to dissect this movie anyone who hasn't seen this and please go see it vampires, i implore you <laughs> you have to see this movie if it's it's one of the best um satires of vampires uh out there uh, I, I'm so afraid to because Edward's never seen this movie. I'm so terrified to show it to him because he may not love it as much as I have. I do. Gonna, is this a deal breaker if he doesn't? Like- <laughs> I, just, I can't say that anymore because I mean, is, is this a uh, what? What was the other thing you brought up? It was um, that that was a deal breaker. It was a it was a music thing, wasn't it? Or a movie? it was uh, if if you think that uh, well, um, Guns and Roses "Live and Let Die" is better than. <laughs> Paul McCartney wings live and let die. Get the hell out of here. Move along. 
crack me up when you told me that. Uh, um, you know, I, I, I say this I say this now with a little bit more maturity and and uh, <laughs> I can I can let it go. I had there I can pay the price for admission for that, but uh, it's I I it's when you love something so much and you're just you love it, love it, love it, it and yeah. someone you you are very close with and yeah. they just don't love it as much as you do. It's just such a blow. <laughs> it is. How can you like this about me, but not this? <laughs> not the important <laughs> thing. Exactly. So that that's where I kind of draw it. Um, sadly. Um, I mean, I, I, I'd be happy to show it to him. He's watched uh, a couple of episodes of the television series. Um, okay which is a little bit, I said, it's different than the show. But every time the trailer comes on for an episode, he, and I we happen to be at my parents or his parents, and and this is even prior to COVID, just whenever that an episode was on, because if you have access to FX, you're going to watch it. Right. So every time it was on, it, I, I would go, I love the show so much. I love the movie even more. And he's just, every time he goes, you say that every single time uh, you see a train. <laughs> and I go, yeah, I know. I know. You have to understand though. Like <laughs> if you, it's sort of um, like watching um, any mockumentary done by Christopher Guest. You just kind of have to get the humor <laughs> Yeah, and oh, I yeah. think Taika yeah. really. I, I mean, I'm such a fan of of this is Spinal Tap and um, you know um, Mighty a Mighty Wind and yep. Best in Show. If you love those love movies, this is sort of the movie for you too, but for vampires. Yeah, yeah, or even even UK's The Office. Um, mm-hmm. You know, um, would. would you you probably like this uh yeah exactly very mockumentary feel um but yeah with with vampires and all the fun stuff that entails them and they as they describe their power oh my god when they <laughs> when they have an argument and they fly into the air and just kind of hover above the table and <laughs> uh, oh and, my god and you get that you also get that in the television series um, okay but i, I feel um, I mean, there's only so much that you can do with a two-hour film format that you can't do without. Like, you can do in a series, and thankfully, Taika Ooh, still has eighty-five hand in minutes. It. Eighty-five, 85 minutes, minutes was the runtime. Yeah. Okay, so it wasn't even an hour and a half. Yeah. And it and it packs a punch. So it's it's very tight. It's a very tight. It's film. a very tight. But I mean, it's it it's. So it, it resonates with me so much that it, oh, it it felt it felt like a good full length feature. Yeah, and, and I mean the television series is able to explore things a little bit better. They are able to um, extend the comedy mm-hmm. and and drag out certain plot points that are fantastic. And again, Taika and Jermaine have a hand in it. Right. At least Jermaine, Jermaine actually produces it, I believe, and I'm I'm looking at it right now. I believe he does. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's shot in Toronto, so hey, hey. <laughs> is it really? Oh wow! It is. Um, Tyke and Jermaine are exact producers on it. Uh, oh. So, 
Uh, yeah, and it's shot in Toronto. Oh, okay. Uh, to be the fly in the wall in that television series, I'll tell you, I would, I would go <laughs> back into film just to make something like what we do in the shadows. Um, I'm looking at the werewolf uh, thing. It never actually got filmed. Dang it! Uh, it, it was <laughs> yeah. It they started development, but it was it stopped due to some sort of production issues. And um, that's a shame. It's such a great still, series. Looks like they still want to do it, but um, mm-hmm. it's just not have it's just not coming. Have been coming together. Which yeah. Is a shame. Because um, I would like to see more of that that world mm-hmm. we're swear we don't <laughs> we're swear werewolves not swear wolves <laughs> yes <laughs> didn't want Wonder- anyone to swear um, one thing i can say that differentiates between the tv series and the movie is that they introduce psychic vampires and there is one character who is a psychic vampire on oh i heard about that yeah the television series okay and that's colin such a such a he's such he's an energy vampire so anytime you're around him your energy starts to slowly drain and he even drains the vampire so anytime he comes around like uh get away colin (laughs) (laughs) he brings down the room does he yeah and he's a day walker so oh okay yeah Uh, yeah so i have not seen any of the tv show i've only ever seen the trailer um and they're what like 30 minute episodes Yes, and okay. fantastic, fantastic. I mean, oh, oh, it takes the essence of the films and just is able to. It, it still captures the same. And I mean, I don't know. People can disagree with me on that, but I, I think it captures the same essence of the film. But they're able to carry on certain plot points and and I and um. I don't know if you know her, Beaming Fettelstein. She's uh, Jonah Hill's younger sister. Okay. Um, she is a character in the first season. And I love her. She's so funny. <laughs> she was in, uh, she was, she's been a bunch of comedies. Um, most recently, Booksmart was one in How to Build a Girl. But I mean, anytime I see her, She's just, she's so fun and cute and just, I, when I saw her and she's, she makes an appearance as a character, I was like so excited. I was, oh my God, it's Beanie. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I've ever seen her before. Oh, she's fantastic. Um, uh, it's interesting. Um, Haley Joel Osment also is a character no, in really. the second season. I'm not going <laughs> to say what. But he's there. But they also have, again, they have some like very recognizable cameos. Uh, they call on some, I mean, obviously, uh, Jermaine and Taika uh, call mm-hmm. on some of their friends from the like, Flight of the Concord days and, yeah. and Eagle versus Shark. Yeah, yeah. He that. definitely brings back people he's worked with before. He's, he's one of those. Exactly. type directors who and, and Tarantino who enjoys the people he worked with and so he's going to keep on bringing them back and back and back. Um, the mm-hmm. show takes place uh, it takes place in America? Yeah, New York. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. But obviously we know uh, 
to say to you know take advantage of our lovely tax credits it's filmed in toronto so yeah that's wow i I have no idea okay i I have to give this a go and i I, oh you do oh my god yes uh, I think the, the, the first trailer I watched uh, didn't make me laugh. Um, I, I don't know. It just it, 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 to me it was kind of flat. But that was just a trailer. So, mm-hmm. And I should I really trust my instincts and anything that Matt Barry is in. I should just watch, anyways. Exactly. Please do. <laughs> Matt, Matt, Matt Barry can do no wrong. Yeah. Um, there, there's a big cameo. Uh, towards the end of a big few cameos and i mean a whole group of famous vampires who mm-hmm. make a uh a uh appearance in one episode and it was like ah! like I just <laughs> my mind was exploding i was so excited uh watching it and uh, it was actually an, uh, an episode edward and i watched together yeah he was, even he was going oh no way no way. <laughs> this well, practically every damn Dracula or vampire usually has been played by someone from across the pond, and um, mm-hmm. I'm not terribly shocked there that they can mm-hmm. get famous ones back on there. Okay, you've convinced mm-hmm. me. I, I will please watch. Please, 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 please watch. Do you know who carries it? Uh, FX. FX. Okay. So you can probably get it on Crave. Mm-hmm. Because FX is under, like, I think in Canada, it's under the Crave umbrella. Okay. You know. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's fantastic. I can't, I just can't say enough about what we do in the shadows. And my nerdy little heart will love it forever. <laughs> my wasted, nerdy little heart will love it forever. <laughs> yeah, I've... Uh... I've watched the, the original movie, I think, like three or four times now, and I recommend it to, like, everyone who hasn't seen it. Oh, for sure. I, I, and again, I, I just, I'm so sad when I, I bring it up to someone, and they go, I watched it. I'm not sure if I really enjoyed it. I'm like, <gasps> blaspheme. <laughs> and you like vampires? Come on. You like vampires? Get out of here. Yeah. Get out of here, you kids. um all right moving on we're gonna go well we'll stick with the tv realm Mm -hmm. and uh a a series that really kind of hit the markets and uh became real popular real fast uh, with one of the catchiest theme songs on on the show i've heard in the last couple years and that's Mm -hmm. uh, that's true blood Mm mm-hmm um, based on the Sookie Stackhouse books. Yes. Um, which I've never read. I haven't either. No. And my cousin has read them, Crystal. Shout out, woo, woo, Crystal. Um, <laughs> she actually went to New Orleans just to meet Charlene Harris um, oh, um... at a book signing. Cause, uh, she's huge into vampire literature. Um and yeah, and she, she got she's the reason I started watching the 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 show. Okay. And I still have to read the books, and I have sort of read a background in the books, so there is some deviations in the series. 
uh, and I mean, it's uh, the series was uh, adapted for television by Alan Ball, okay. who we know for uh, Six Feet Under. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Good credit. When, there. Uh, Six Feet Under, uh, American Beauty was Alan Ball as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I can I can say that. Um, <laughs> uh, but it's oh god, the theme song to that. Uh, I mean, when you do that episode about theme songs and how it gets, yeah, that we're gonna one, play. Oh, yeah, for sure, it it gets you in the mood. The images, uh, that kind of flip between the grotesque and the sexual and mm-hmm. just the southern uh, setting Bible that thumping. they have there. By oh yeah, the the religion and. and Oh man, it it really sets the tone. It does, and I mean, it's one of those few. It's almost as good as uh, the opening uh, theme for True Detective, too. I mean, shout out to True Detective oh, for yeah. having a pretty catchy, just, just very, like, gritty theme yeah. song. Yeah. Fist the mood of the program. Um, Oh, it does. Bad things by Jace Everett is the name of the song. Mm -hmm. Uh, Great, great intro. And it uh, is the um, so yeah. So True Blood, which is a uh, in in the show itself, is a synthetic uh, blood supplement for vampires because vampires Mm -hmm. have come out. They've come out of the coffin. Yes, they have. Um, they've <laughs> let mankind known that we are here and uh, we are queer. No, is that we, we, yeah, yeah they, they can be queer too. Um, <laughs> and but they are not a threat because we have this synthetic blood that we drink instead of humans, so you have nothing to worry about. Ugh, yeah, and um, <laughs> this is two about the uh, yeah, the show takes place about two years after that. At, uh, coming out uh, yeah um and we focus the it focuses on Suki stackhouse who's a waitress mm-hmm. and uh we find and she's out... just a waitress <laughs> you know yeah. how she's oh, yeah. i'm just a waitress yeah she's just a waitress who has telepathic abilities <laughs> <laughs> um that's one thing about true blood which i found kind of refreshing is that they're not just a vampire uh, show. They have other aspects of the supernatural in there. Well, uh, you, you can't just have vampires and nothing else. Like, if you're going to talk about supernatural yeah. like beings, you have to talk about them all, basically, shapeshifters. You can't. Is... They do, but um, it's a lot more of a colorful, flavorful world if you include more. Uh, of the supernatural in there, agreed. Um, and he, he, you know, even things like interview, interview with the vampire, into that other things out there. Um, mm-hmm. So it's kind of goes part and parcel, especially werewolves. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, we get lycanthropes. We don't. We not only get werewolves. We have other were creatures as well. Um, mm-hmm. So we have the, yeah, lycanthropes, um, but. The, the I thought I think the first season is still my favorite. Yeah, uh, it was very much a mystery because uh, someone was going around uh, killing women, killing women, slept with vampires. Yeah, yeah, 
Uh, and we were introduced to so many interesting characters. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's, it's really a, a smorgasbord of character actors and uh, all of these people are coping in a world of vampires. Some are very much into it. Some are very Let me ask prejudiced. you, who's your favorite character on that show? Oh. If you had um, to pick. Because I know mine, and I could say it. <laughs> it would probably... At first, it was... Uh, I, I think at first, it was Bill. But then... Yeah. But then, it slowly... Um, Oh, now I'm trying to remember his name. Um, he had the club. Um, Eric Northman. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Alexander Skarsgård. Yeah. It, the it, famous Norwegian Skarsgård. Yeah. It, it 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 turned into him uh, eventually. Yeah. Um, especially by I didn't I didn't complete the series. I think I'm one season away from completing it. I, I should get back to just to I, I, it. Uh, I I mean, go ahead, but I, I just feel the final season just was because it was the final season and they knew they kind of rushed it. Yeah, yeah. And um, it was it's sad. I already, I already started to see that with the season before, but it's like I, I went through like six seasons. Like, I might as well watch the, the last one. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, but the beginning, I think the first three or four seasons were, were my favorites. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, it centers around Suki and uh, her love, Bill, who um, is played by Steve her real Moyer. life husband. Yeah, you know, Stephen Moyer. Moyer. Yeah, they're still together. They are still together. Good for them. I know, right? Showmance no. turns into real romance. Yep. <laughs> um, and. Uh, Man, it's it it's such a it's such a sexy show. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how else to describe it. It is like it's they take vampirism, sexy. and vampirism it's... has always been an erotic type of creature since the very beginning. Uh, but this just like takes it up to the to the tens, and it's just like, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, we. And being on, uh, was it who who showed it? Was it HBO? Mm hmm. Okay. Yeah. Home box office. Indeed, yeah. it was. Um, my favorite character was Lafayette. Uh, oh, Lafayette was amazing. Yes. I mean, uh, I he was at, uh, fan, unfortunately, he's no longer with us, Nielsen Ellis, but he was at Fan Expo one year, and my cousin and I had to go up to his booth. And just tell him how much we loved him, and he blushed. And I mean, he was just fantastic. <laughs> we're just, we're just like, oh, we love you on the show. We love everything about you. You're fantastic. Yeah. Keep doing what you're doing. And he was like, oh shucks, kind of <laughs> thing. <laughs> um, oh, there's, there's actually quite a few. I like, I like Tara, uh, Tara a lot. Um, I, she was tragic. She yeah. was very tragic. She had a good arc, though. I I, I did like her arc. Um, but and she yeah. she was. Oh, she! I I loved her character too. She's very. Uh, she was fiery. Character. Yeah. But I mean, at the same time, too, she was the kind of like prickly. Mm-hmm. She'd been through a lot in her life. She, 
is sassy for a reason. Yeah. I'm going to say sassy sassy because I don't think she was bitchy in any way. No, no. She was just very hard and prickly. And I, I, I liked her, but she was so tragic for me. I'm still like Lafayette hands um, down yeah. he made it like he was a make a light make lemonade out of lemons kind of guy and just, yeah it was a grifter and i dug it right uh, especially first season lafayette yeah <laughs> super, super sassy um uh but then i, I also liked sam sam was good too yeah he was i i don't think he got enough uh of a you know true he had a good heart he tried to protect his his girls and his friends and and yeah um then you find out he's a lycanthrope okay (laughs) Um, no shapeshifter was oh yeah he was a shapeshifter that's right yes yeah (laughs) right yeah he did he did all the forms um yeah i mean i also love pam i love pam so much i think she's great (laughs) Uh, Eric Northman's uh, second. Oh yes, yeah. Oh, man. I loved her. She was all. I like characters that are a take charge. Like my life would have been boring other if I hadn't become a vampire. Right, right. Type of person. Oh yeah, yeah. And I love her because she's she goes ID please. I'm sorry, I can't tell human ages anymore, so I have to check everyone's IDs. And I go, heck yes. She had such a great dry sense of humor. Yeah. I loved that character. Amazing delivery too. Yeah. Yeah. She was a uh, good spoil for Eric. Yeah. Oh, and I mean that exchange that they have in in uh, Swedish. Was it Swedish or um, what you would call it? Oh God, I'm gonna have a I'm gonna have a brain fart at this moment. But it was it was some Nordic, but Nordic language, yeah, yeah. and. And it's that exchange, and you don't know what they're saying to each other because they never subtitle it. <laughs> as far as I know, I mean, every time I've rewatched the first episode because I have to, it, sometimes I just go back to revisit it just because I love it. That pri- pilot episode is so right. good. Yeah. But um, I just love Pam. I just, I mean, even when Pam panics, on that show, it's so comical too because she goes, "Oh fuck! Oh no! What are we gonna <laughs> yeah. do? Oh, What's happening?" <laughs> and yeah. and she goes, she goes, Van, she goes, "You never panic when Eric comes in. He's panicking." And she goes, "You never panic." <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I I loved how vampires were portrayed. I uh, I, they're, they're super freaking fast and 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 they're mm-hmm. um. It was, oh, that, man, that show was just such a joy. Uh, mm-hmm. we, we've never seen vampires so um, primal and brutal and... Uh, and also restrained with, and yeah. con- and there's a whole political system to it. Yep. And how, how uh, to bring in a vampire, a new vampire. And, uh, yeah. The going to ground because they don't actually they they're in coffins but the biggest part is just sleeping in the dirt is the whole objective it's not about necessarily sleeping in a coffin Mm -hmm. it's just going to ground yeah 
that I, I, I loved so much about the show. It's and yeah, again, the fairies, the witches, the were creatures, the shapeshifters. Yeah, this this brought everything into it. I was really surprised that they brought the Fae into it. It's like you don't see that. No, uh, you don't. I'm not sure it's if I was ignored. A, I'm not sure if I was a huge fan of it, but I I do say, hey, it was that, that was original at least. Um, I also love Russell Edgington. I don't know if you remember Russell Edgington, played by Dennis O'Hare. Oh, Russell, 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 Russell. He has that famous scene in season. I'm going to say season three, <laughs> where he's he's uh, he's basically he's been on television before it's he's sort of a spokesperson in a way for okay. his area but he's like a king okay in louisiana and um he goes on air he rips someone's spine out and he basically makes a huge threat on air and then he goes and now back to the weather Kimberly. Oh, i remember that scene yes yes yeah <laughs> He, he was a very like not non-threatening looking individual. He was, and then he becomes super threatening yeah, once yeah. they kill his his partner. Yeah, he becomes a, like a big bad. Uh, <clears throat> another character, such an unexpected. <laughs> mm-hmm. Another character I really first I didn't like, but then I really really liked, and mm-hmm. the actress as well. It was uh, Deborah Ann Wool character yeah uh, jessica yeah jessica uh, jessica that yeah that accent. <laughs> Ooh, that accent um she had a great arc and i i loved her relationship um with bill, bill yeah and trying he's trying to teach her the good way and she kind of turned into a bad girl but then she she stays loyal to him and i thought she has a, a great arc and she's such yeah. a nice person too. Oh my gosh, she's such a she's sweetheart. Such a sweetheart. Yeah. And I mean, uh, her her relationship with Hoyt was so innocent, and mm-hmm. it 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 was so like when that sort of broke up, when they broke up, uh, mm-hmm. and they had they hit that rough patch. It really broke me on the show because <laughs> <laughs> they were just. I mean, they they end up. Uh, I mean. I, I no spoilers, but yeah, they they end up splitting up, and I think you saw that part where yeah. they're just struggling. At that point, they've just hit that rough. Pa- they move in together, and I just it, it it happens with every relationship, right? Where you just hit that yeah rough patch, and you don't know how to navigate it, and because they're both so young, they it just doesn't work out. Yeah, and oh, it just broke me. Because <laughs> their introduction was such a meet cute, and it literally just it was ah everything. My early twenties heart was just like ah, <laughs> just watching it and just living vicariously through those characters, just how innocent and sweet they were together, and mm-hmm. Hoyt being Hoyt being not so lucky with the ladies. Yeah, all the time, and and not for a lack of trying because it's not that he was he was just kind of bumbling and yeah. awkward and and when jessica walks in that room it, it's it's where he needs to be and she's all that he needs and i just i was there for it i was just like ah <laughs> such a meet cute moment um but i mean i also love andy 
Andy Belfler. He has such a great arc on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, who, 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 who's Andy again? Uh, he's Detective Andy. Remember, he's uh, he's they they don't call him they don't call him Detective at all. They call him Andy. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. That had a great arc. He, I mean, a lot of, and I mean, all the arcs that they were able to explore on that show were yeah. so good, so fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I mean, man, there was. I'm just kind of looking at their their cast list too. Mm-hmm. It was humongous. It uh, was. I mean, and... they, they ran seven seasons, uh, mm-hmm. but it it just grew and grew and and I mean, they always kept it toward the core, but. Man, did they have a huge cast! Oh, and oh, I, I almost forgot about him. He was one of my. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not sure if he was my favorite, but he was my. Every time he was on screen, I I couldn't turn away, and that mm-hmm. was uh, Ryan. Yeah, Ryan Quatton as yeah Jason. Jason Stackhouse. It's like, what more could happen to this guy? What more trouble can he get? And he just pops he's himself. Such a, he's such a rogue. That's the thing. That's the best way I can describe yeah. it. He's such a rogue. I, there was a period of time where I really just wanted to punch him in the face. Yeah, for sure. I, I, he has such a great redemption arc on that show, but I so mm-hmm. wanted to punch him in the face for most of the first. Like, I mean, you love him, but yeah. also you're like, oh, Jason. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Jason's <laughs> screwing shit up again. Um. Oh and, and, and I mean, Sookie's just trying to keep it together. That's the thing too. She, you feel for her because she's just trying to keep it together. When her he, grandma gets yeah. killed. Oh, he, yeah. when he comes in, he hits her. Oh my god! Yeah, I was just like punch him in the face. Played by, by played by Tyne Daly. Was it? Yeah. yeah. No, no, not Tyne Daly. It was uh, um, Lois Smith. Who played uh, the aunt in Twister? That's how I know her. Oh, okay. Aunt Meg. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's how I know her. Below Smith, she's she's had a bunch of fantastic, like she's such a great character actor. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, yeah, so when she died, when she dies in that first, and it was so quick too. Yeah. Anytime I see her, I know she's not going to be in something for long. She's like Mandy Patinkin. <laughs> <laughs> you love watching them, and they're fantastic, and they Andy give Tenkin, one yes. There's a there's a slew of actors who are making the career of dying in the first episode, or or like sh- first, first season first or so, season, yeah. first half of the arc of the season. They're dying, <laughs> yeah. but they're she's so fantastic as Gran, and when she dies, you're just. You you're gutted. Yeah, you you felt like gutted. you lost a grandmother, you know. Yeah, yeah. and um, I mean, oh god! And when J- but when Jason comes in and he slaps the life out of Sookie, I was like Lafayette, you haul ass and you punch him. <laughs> and they didn't, yeah. but you know, I mean, I um, obviously Tara jumps in, but oh my god, I would have uh did that whole. <laughs> His redemption. I mean, anytime I bring it back up, like if if I get into it, I'm gonna get into it and I'm gonna throw my all my feelings in and behind it. But Jason it wasn't until I'd say his redemption arc where 
like part way into the third season. Yeah. Where you you see him actually making the change for the better instead of being this freaking screw up every step of the way. Uh-huh. When he gets hooked in with the Church of the Sun. Oh yes, yes, yes. Ah, uh, I was so like, oh. <laughs> what more? What more? <laughs> um, I yeah, I yeah. think one of the funniest things I've seen on TV was when he took too much of. True Blood, mm-hmm. yeah, and he had the yeah. erection that could not go, and they had to put a needle to him and his face. Oh my god! And Tara's face. I mean, <laughs> I, 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 you know, I can understand Tara having a crush on him. I get it. Mm-hmm. We always like the guy that's nice to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For some reason, okay. when, when you're when I, I don't know, I, but at, at the same time too, I was like Tara, you could do so much better than him. Yeah. Oh my god! Like, and, <laughs> Look at him. <laughs> uh, well, when she hooked up with Sam for that period of time, I, w- I was I was there for it. But also, Sam just didn't have the wherewithal to to hold up to Tara. Yeah, and he was still madly. I mean, he, in the books, he's madly in love with Sookie through the whole thing. So, um, you know. I I mean Sam, some of his storylines were very good, like second season storylines with that that goddess type character that comes in. Oh, was was she a witch? Was she a witch? I, I want to say she was a witch, or she was some sort of like she was a goddess. I'm gonna say goddess. Okay. All right. Kind of like a pagan goddess. Uh, was it second season when the pagan goddess came in? Yeah, it was. Okay. Yeah, yeah. it was. Um, but yeah, uh, you get to hear, see more of his background, and he's so much more interesting because you don't know a lot about him. You know that he's one of the good guys, quote unquote. He just wants to protect all of his girls and stuff like that. But then you get to see a real fleshed out human in the second season mm-hmm. and, and see his real fear. Yeah. Um, I, and and it's great and i mean eric i he was he i think he was the character with the most um growth in the whole series without growing growth without growing in a way because he always sort of <laughs> stayed himself but he got more and more interesting as the seasons got went along he wasn't just like a one note vampire so yeah and I mean, we can talk about the tropes in the show, which is silver, garlic, um, beheading. Yeah, they they really sunlight. they really brought back um, like all, all almost all the tropes uh, of yeah. of weaknesses of vampires, um, mm-hmm. almost to make them a, like a kind of not completely. Why don't they just take over the world? Well. I mean, mm-hmm. there's less of them than humans, obviously, but um, yeah, not not to make them too overpower. Um, did they have, uh, did they cast reflections? They did cast reflections, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah okay. no, it wasn't anything like that. I mean, I, they sort of covered in like the first two episodes most of the tropes, um, and it, it, like the, it's not that garlic bothers them. Like it, it kind of irritates them, but it doesn't affect them really. 
Right. Like I think this their the, their heightened sense of smell it really bothers them. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Uh. Silver crosses don't bother them. It's the silver. If the crosses are made out of silver, right. it bothers them. Yeah. Right. Um. They explode like crazy. Oh, like yes. they're like they're kind of like um the vampires in um uh from dust till dawn, dawn where they explode yeah. mm-hmm. and they're so cool like at that their deaths <laughs> are so cool um there's a character i'm forgetting but she's such a side character i always forget about her um the human or the, uh human okay uh what's her name um uh waitresses gosh yeah one of the not the waitress um uh, the girl that works at Ginger, Ginger, the the one that works at um at the vampire bar Fantasia. Okay. Where she she has like a she has small little arcs, but she's obsessed with Eric. Eric, yeah, okay, that's the that. big big thing. She just she's always wanted Eric, and Eric is kind of just like uh, you're kind of just really pathetic, and <laughs> I don't truly care either way <laughs> and he strings her along too like she she gets strung along quite a bit by him and i love her her bit part in the the first season where they're they're like oh someone's stealing from us and they bring sookie oh, to man. sort of suss it out mm-hmm. And and the she's like reading Ginger's mind, but Ginger's mind has been wiped, right, or, or glamored, and uh, and her scream is everything for me. It's true scream queen scream. <laughs> <laughs> Every time something happens, someone explodes or dies. She's just ah, <laughs> love her. I can't finish not i can't finish talking about true blood without bringing up ginger because i mean she's such a small side character but anytime she's on screen she's such a joy but a memorable one yeah yeah um so what did you think of uh anna paquin's performance um (laughs) i don't hate it i love her i think she's a great actress um she was light she was airy mm-hmm. um she's I, I don't know i feel like the sookie in the books has a little bit more gumption than she does on the show okay but um personally i don't have i don't hate it okay. i don't like i don't have a problem with it but um i just i like her when she plays characters that are kind of more gritty right you know, okay. I mean, again, X Men did did Rogue dirty. Mm-hmm. Like the the original X Men films did Rogue so dirty. Yeah, yeah they're um, both the same person by far. Yeah, by far. So, um, mm-hmm. But I just, I mean, watching her and other things, um, when she gets to be a little bit more of a tougher girl, I I like watching those those performances that's where she's she's strong right yeah but i don't know i mean sucky doesn't i mean for a main character and i hate to say this about most of the things that i've watched recently where it's uh centered around a female character um they kind of take away her voice they kind of 
don't give her a lot to work with. Right. You know, she's just there. She doesn't have, like, all the other characters around her have growth, but she doesn't necessarily have growth. Yeah. Um, her her growth kind of came with Bill's growth, I guess. Uh, yeah. Very early on, too. Um, uh, I, I didn't mind it. I just find there were other more interesting characters than her. Agreed. But I... As far as like carrying the show um, forward as as the the eyes of the audience, I I think she did fine. Yeah, she did um, fine. Yeah, but I'm not. I like I said, I don't hate it. I just I she wasn't the reason I watched the show. Yeah, yeah, I would <laughs> I would agree on that too. Um, all right, I think that's uh, all to say on True Blood. Mm-hmm. Uh, um. Yeah, I boy, just talking about it, I, I kind of want to rewatch it. Yeah, it's, it's been. A I while. agree. <laughs> my emotions, my emotions. <laughs> I'm in a glass it cage was, of emotions. It really had it. It really had everything for if if you wanted yeah. drama, it had drama. If you wanted romance, it had romance. If you wanted gore, it had gore. If you gore. wanted, you know, po- poli- vampire politics and and and. Um, brooding and and other fantastical creatures it, it, it had all that all blended yeah into one fantastic in a great 10 story. out of 10 would recommend <laughs> 10 out of 10, yeah. <laughs> um i i'd say first five seasons 10 out of 10 yeah. and then maybe down to a seven or a six for the remaining ones uh, uh but, six and a six and a half six and a six point four five um <laughs> Um, but I, it's, I, I, would, I would say it's, it's still worth uh, sticking around. Um, yeah. All right. Do, 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 do. Let's see. I'm just going to read a bit of uh, trivia here. Uh, okay. Especially regarding the, the, the title sequence here. Um, mm-hmm. So the, conceptually, it was constructed around the, the whore in the house of prayer idea. So you have ah, okay. contradictory images of uh, religion, violence, and sex, mm-hmm. and um, which is they did it well because that's that's what I got from the that's what I got from it, um, mm-hmm. as well as the uh, forgiveness, redemption ideas are explored as well. Yeah, um, that's kind of neat. So yeah, that's spot on. That's that's exactly the images. Uh, Exactly the the feeling they wanted to get through, and that's mm-hmm. what I picked up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Composer Nathan Barr writes the original score for the series, as he uses a cello, guitar, a prepared piano. I'm not sure what a prepared piano and a regular piano is. Uh, oh, interesting! It has its sounds temporarily altered by placing bolt screws, rubber erasers, and other objects on or between the strings. Interesting. So he kind of did a little bit of an imaging heat there. Yeah, that's kind of cool. <laughs> that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, marketing here, right there. Uh, uh, the premiere of the True Blood was uh, prefaced with a viral marketing alternate reality game campaign. 
uh, oh, throughout okay. the summer. I, I didn't even hear about that. Uh, this includes... You know what? A lot of shows were doing that at the time, right. though, too. Um, I know Breaking Bad did it. Okay. Uh, it was like a choose-your-own-adventure kind of vibe because True Blood... And I'm going to say Walking Dead and Breaking Bad were all kind of out and about around the same time, like the first few seasons. Okay. Yeah, it seems like they, they had like hidden messages. Um, my God, they had a MySpace page. Uh, a MySpace <laughs> account with the username Blood. Had a couple of videos up there. Um, a vampire fighting wow. people to... Uh, uh, oh yeah, uh, included set up multiple websites and coded web addresses into unmarked envelopes mailed to high-profile blog writers and others, and even performances mm. by a quote-unquote vampire who attempted to reach out to others of their kind. Discussing mm-hmm. the recent creation of True Blood—that's that's pretty cool. You don't see that a lot mm-hmm. of viral marketing anymore. You know what? No, and I mean, I think that um, Avengers like the civil war did that like they did a twitter campaign where you were either team team cap or team iron man yeah and and people of the cast would reach out to you kind of thing too did they oh okay i did yeah yeah but i mean yeah i mean you don't see a grassroots campaign you know i kind of loved myspace for that Uh because they they really certain uh shows and movies really took advantage of the reach yeah and i mean um i don't know if you remember the campaign for slither no no i don't but there was a a pretty good viral campaign for slither as well and uh oh god it was it was it was memorable Hmm. um and it was on myspace okay and you didn't know, and I mean, you didn't know exactly what Slither, what kind of movie Slither was going to be. Okay. Um, and I don't know if you've ever seen Slither. I have. I but... have. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Oh, oh. We got to talk about Slither one day. <laughs> when we get, when we, when we cover monsters, we'll, or yes, aliens please. or monsters, we'll, 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 <laughs> yeah. But yes, anyways, um, yeah, the, True Blood had a pretty good, I mean, they really capitalized on um, YouTube as well because they used to have one-off mm-hmm. websites. Oh, okay. Um, that you could watch on YouTube and featuring different characters from the show, but like on standalone, like they weren't a part of the series, but they were oh. definitely um, they weren't tied into anything major, but they definitely displayed the type of character that they were on the show. I gotcha. Yeah. Oh. Interesting. Yeah. Um, not to go off track, but I and mm-hmm. we can talk about it when maybe we get into uh, things like uh, witches and warlocks or or whatnot. Mm-hmm. But probably one of the best viral grassroots campaigns I've ever seen, and I don't think to in my mind has ever been outdone, was the the lead up to the Blair Witch Project. Yes, I was blown away by that website. No one knew what that was. Oh, no one knew what that was. Fantastic! That the website was so well done, and with audio recordings and video recordings and lore and history. So I, I, I totally watched everything. It on was the creepy AF too. Yeah, it was creepy AF. It, and you know what? It's still up. 
you can't you can't Is it? yeah you if you put blairwitch.com uh it's still you can't listen to the audio or video recordings anymore but mm-hmm. the actual pages are, are, are still there and photos. Fantastic. Like, okay. Like I'm, I'm, I'm going to go visit. That was, that was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. Okay. That is true blood. Um, yeah. Anything of recent memory that you've watched and want to talk about in the vampire world? Uh, I mean, mm. I I caught a few episodes of Castlevania. Okay. Not too long ago. But I mean, it's just I love anime, but I mean, I just have to be invested in it. And I mean, That's fine. it's so hard for me to get invested <laughs> in something like that. And it, it, it's it's such a weird combination. I for me, I'm a magic girl kind of person. Okay. I like I like card captors, I like my Sailor Moon, but yeah. Castlevania, I watched a few episodes of. Um, it wasn't for you. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, Vampire in Brooklyn, I rewatched not too long ago. Oh, okay. Eddie Murphy. Does it hold because up? Because I love Eddie Murphy. It does. <laughs> That's not confident. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, there is some racial stuff that's in it that i mean it's kind of a little cringy when did that come out not super cringy that came out in 90s 97 98 oh, okay yeah I, but that was i saw it, it once was kind of one of those yeah but I, I i could not tell you a single scene from it i, I don't remember it at all <laughs> i can i can oh, you just watch I, it <laughs> I just watched it because i love eddie murphy yeah um, that was before and, yeah was this was this was this before or after Pluto Nash? Before. Okay. <laughs> Just before. So he still had a career. Yeah, this is around the the that hot minute when he was in Bowfinger and right. uh, just he was living off of that uh, I Spy. Right. Um, and uh, what was he? The one that um, Steve Martin did. I can't think of the name of it, but he plays a character in it. Um, uh, anyways, yeah. Bowfinger. It was a Bowfinger? It was Bowfinger. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, he was just kind of living on that high uh, at that point. And, and it's just classic Eddie Murphy playing different characters. Oh, I didn't. With... <laughs> yeah, I, I think I might have to rewatch that because I really do. I remember what he looks like, and that's it. I don't remember a thing about that movie. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Um, I just, well, I mean, there's one that I want to, I really want to watch, which is, uh, um, it's sort of a mockumentary style and it's on Netflix. And I think it's called uh, Vampires in the Hood or something like that. Oh, I don't know if you've I seen saw that. It. I saw it. It is it, it good or it, bad? It, it kind of wants to be a stranger thing type thing. Vampires um, versus the Bronx. Yeah, yeah. Um, I has it got an attack the block? Attack the no, block. No, unfortunately, no. It's not. No. It's not as good as Attack the Block. Not, not by far. Dang it. Um, it, 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 <laughs> it kind of has an identity crisis. It wants to be uh... Stranger Thing Goonies, but then it gets really violent at one point, and mm-hmm. the kids. So, but it's not even like a campy violence like Lost Boys. I, I, I think if they kind of nailed down which way they wanted to go, it could have been better. But 
as mm-hmm. as it stands, no, I, for me, it wasn't very memorable. Mm, okay. I mean, you might yeah. like it, but I, I I came away with not quite not quite satisfied. I don't know. I feel that we have sort of the same taste, so I I might I might be on the same page with you there. Yeah. But I have to watch that. A girl walks alone. Yes. At night. Yeah. That is one. Yeah. That is on my list, That's... and I will find it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I I can make a non-vampire uh, um. Uh, suggestion. Nope. Get um, out. It, Get out. No. Okay. Okay. No, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um, I highly, highly, highly recommend. Ten out of ten would recommend if you're a documentary fan watching the last blockbuster because they do bring up vampire movies in it. Okay. Um, they they talk about blood sucking freaks. Okay. Um, which is something we didn't talk about. No. 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 And I, I was. I didn't either, and I'm. But I also know about it, and I'm. Um. So. Sort of like near dark. I know of near dark. I haven't seen near dark, and it's hailed as a pretty awesome vampire film. Yeah, it's a uh, 1976. Oh, okay. And yeah, I. Like I was just like, what? <laughs> we didn't talk about this. Okay. Wow. And it's trauma. So I mean, oh gosh, (laughs) (laughs) so oh boy. (laughs) Okay, I I I already know what to expect. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Attack of what was it? Attack of the um. What is the name of the the movie? Attack of something. Oh, his some of his films. Yeah. There's Nukem High. There's um the Toxic Avenger. Thank you. Then Toxic then, Avenger. Yeah. That's what I was talking about. Yeah, that's the most fair. The Tromeo and Juliet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, schlock. But yes, um, Pure schlock. Um, and he knows it's schlock. And that's why he, he loves, loves he's, he's, he's a He's a, he's he's a character. <laughs> he is a character. He he makes an appearance in it, uh, Lloyd Kaufman. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, because, I mean, Blockbuster was one of the, I think, few places that allowed like where he he was able to sort of market his movies uh-huh because yeah he talks about it all the time okay. he, he he makes an appearance in the documentary so oh, all right i was like oh but blood sucking freaks i was just i was like i can't believe we didn't even cut like neither of us have seen it no no i haven't so. seen it um okay uh one, yeah. so a couple i want to mention um Mm-hmm. So I did watch, and I am a fan of the Castlevania anime. Okay, uh, I played the games when I was a kid. And, I did too. And um, <laughs> yeah, I, I really got into it. Uh, it's written by Warren Ellis, who I was a big fan of most of, most of his comic books. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's done by the uh, great. Uh, animation studio that's really making waves now on netflix um mm-hmm. powerhouse animation uh they, okay. they re- recently did a one based on uh the greek gods it's okay. fantastic it's such a good story and it's so bloody but um yeah it's 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 uh it's called blood the blood of blood of zeus that one 
but uh, I think you told me about that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 worth watching, uh, if, especially if you like uh, Greek mythology, uh, mm-hmm. which I love. Uh, so Castlevania is a dark fantasy series based mainly on the third Castlevania game, which actually takes okay. place before the first Castlevania game. Um, <laughs> and I mean, what do you that, mean? Video games did that? Yeah, video games they did, did that. that whole trip. They had preludes too. <laughs> yeah, they had preludes too. So yeah. it's not Simon Belmont at at, at this point. It's um, it's another of his clan or ancestor. Um, and uh, I mean the those ca- so, those side scrolling Castlevania games didn't really have like a huge storyline. It's Dracula no, rolls and we gotta kill him, and the Belmont goes yeah. with him. Uh, with the difference being that in this game you can find allies, and then you can switch to being those allies in the game. Mm-hmm. And one of the allies is Dracula's uh, son, uh, Alucard. And uh, they're what a bad. name! I know it's like, <laughs> but ah. um, <laughs> uh, and he he later gets his own game called Symphony of the Night, which was a huge, huge award-winning game. Uh, yeah, beautiful game to play too. Um, but yeah, it's it's uh, takes place in uh, the mid- Middle Ages. It, it has a lot to say about the church. They're not put into a good light. Um, Mm. And uh, I don't know. I, I I think it's pretty fun. There's not a lot of dark kind of gothic anime out there, and this is a collaboration between um, uh, anime and American uh, studio. Yeah, and- I'll say that I will agree with you. There's not a lot of gothic, and I mean the closest uh, companion to that that really stuck me in was Death Note. Yeah, for me it would be Van- and, uh, which that- one. For me, it would be Vampire Hunter D. Uh, those okay. those two films. Um, although they put more of a futuristic spin on that because it took place after like apocalypse type, mm-hmm. type setting. Uh, okay. And uh, I I I I like the story, the character progression in these um, in these episodes. Uh, I like it's very it's it's complete. This is an adult anime. It's not meant for mm-hmm. kids, and I appreciate that because I'm not a kid anymore. Uh, I actually, funny thing, I anime has to grow with us, okay? Yeah, it just has to. Yeah, it can't. <laughs> it can't always be child protagonists. In fact, I cannot name other than Miyazaki films. I cannot name a single anime who has a child protagonist that I enjoy. I just don't like watching kids in anime. I don't know why. I don't want to watch Full Metal Alchemist. No, no, no. no. I just had another. I just had a coworker recommend this to me, uh, and he's oh, Full Metal Alchemist uh, Brotherhood or something. I'm like, yeah, that's a kid. Yeah, watch it though. I can't watch relate. It. I cannot relate to watch these anime though. children. Um, no, no, watch it though. Watch <laughs> it. No, you're going on. <laughs> no, I'm, my favorite anime of all time is Cowboy Bebop. Okay. And I, ever, ever since I watched that, I I, I kind of got spoiled. But even when I was a kid, like my, my favorite anime was Space Battleship Yamato, which was translated to okay. Star Blazers here. And it's all adults, yeah. no kids. So I, every anime okay. that I grew up with always had adult stars. And okay. I think the first time <laughs> I saw, and like I was not in the wave of Dragon Ball Z or Sailor Moon. It, it was that was not my thing, and that's really what brought in the 
the child protagonist, uh, the kid protagonist yeah. stuff. And I know. I missed that wave. Sorry, I, I did. And all the anime See, I watch now. You know like, what I'll say is that I love the original theme song, the Japanese version of, and I will, I watch it religiously with Sailor Moon in Japanese That's because. Oh. Well, it was edited no in, in English. I know that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. yeah. A lot uh, of things got lost in translation, also yeah. covered up. So Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> I've heard. Oh, they're cousins. Um <laughs> lesbians aren't a thing. <laughs> no. Um, but uh yeah, there, there was a really strong voice acting cast in Castlevania. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. they have Graham McTavish as Dracula. Okay. Um, let's see, Richard Armitage as Trevor Belmont. Um, oh wow! Okay. Uh, Matt Frewer was uh, uh, a bishop in there. Um, uh, Jamie Murray as Carmilla. She's great as Carmilla. Um, okay. I see now. Like these are names that I like. I mean, they're pretty stable. Yeah, Bill Nye. Names in anime. Bill Nye. Bill Nye. Jermaine. Yeah, J- Jason Isaac. Jason Isaacs. Um, Atlanta. Oh, Jason Isaacs. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> love. <laughs> um, Lance Reddick uh, is in it as well. Um, I yeah, I know him mainly from uh, Fringe. Mm-hmm. Uh, so really yeah. strong voice uh, voice acting. Uh, good good in depth story, especially when you get to season two and three, especially uh, mm-hmm. three, you really, uh, no, sorry, two, you really get into the vampire politics and how Dracula is trying to keep control of these vampires who just want to go out and ransack the world. And they think Dracula's getting weak because he doesn't want to do that. And why? Because he understands the humanity a bit. He fell in love with a human woman. And mm-hmm. then the church burned her at the stake. <laughs> so there's, they did. Poor Dracula. Yeah, yeah, he's just misunderstood. But she, she, <laughs> she started to bring out the humanity in him, and um, oh, it's has has a fantastic fight scenes. Uh, yeah. Uh, later on, uh, the only thing I wish they did was bring if they brought in more of the video game music into the show, and because there was some really great compositions in that game, really mm-hmm. dark gothic. Uh, accordion infused uh stuff and, oh it's it so, so good <laughs> i can't I, see the thing is you say dark and accordion and those just <laughs> sorry not accordion not not the thing that weird owl uses um <laughs> although i love weird owl come back to us weird owl <laughs> um that's not what I meant. But anyways. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that would, although if you could get me a dark accordion song, I'd like to hear it. Uh, ah, John. Couldn't find it. <laughs> look it up. Look it up. Um, yeah, it's, it, and it's still going. We're expecting a season four, I think. I think they're going on. Mm-hmm. Um, good stuff. I like it. Enjoy it. Yeah. Um, uh, that's about all I... Oh, yo, and... Did you ever see the te- television series by Guillermo del Toro, The Strain? Ah, uh, no. No. I know it's on my list. Okay. It was on FX. Okay, yeah. I know about it. I won't. But yeah. I won't get too into that. Um, I I watched Corey Corey, uh, Corey Stoll is in it. Yeah, I watched yeah, the love first season. 
uh, I read all three of the books. Uh, okay. I, I, I watched the first season. Uh, for some reason, I couldn't get around to the second and third. I still have that to watch. That was shot in Toronto, right? It was. was shot in Toronto. It was. I met many bra, of the bra. cast at working at Chapters because they were filming not too far away. They were filming at the studios, and um, they would come in for um, reference material. And I yeah. worked in the graphic novels depart- and art department. So I, mm. I met many of them. Uh, included, including Guillermo himself. He is just such a dream. He is such. He's so fun to talk to. Yeah. He is just one of the people. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's yeah. Such a brilliant mind he's and one of fan. the people. Yeah, he's such a fan himself. Um. So uh, yeah. It, so the strain is. It takes more of a scientific approach to vampires. Yeah. Um. It the, the mythology is there too but much more uh, scientific. Like there's these actually parasites in the blood uh, of, yeah. of, of these creatures. And these creatures, these vampires are very much like, okay, I'm going to take the vampires I did in Blade 2 and up, mm-hmm. up it. Make them even I saw more the trailers terrifying. for it. Yeah. I've seen the trailers. So like, yeah, it's got that whole, yeah, the splitting open mouth And thing. the tongue, the tongue that shoots out like like a tentacle and will latch onto yeah. you. And what, once it latch onto you, you're fucked. You, you have been infected by these parasites and they're already multiplying and you're going to turn. And there's, yeah. there's no way of coming back. Uh, and they, they yeah. use science to, to fight against them. Like, like, uh, ultraviolet light and that but it's yeah. it's just it's it's the downfall of human civilization because they're they're, yeah. they're making no matter what they do to slow it down they can't completely stop it the yeah. the plans are set in motion uh, to it it's just the 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 main vampire is just thought too far ahead he's lived for too long and yeah. he's just bringing down i think it was manhattan it takes place in even though I'm shot in Toronto, um, but um, <laughs> what do you mean? They're, 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 <laughs> New York doubling for Toronto. I know it never happened. They they frequently <laughs> flashback. They do a lot of flashbacks. Um, yeah. Towards the, and the, what this vampire would like feed off the prisoners in concentration camps, and oh. got, it, it's it's really really dark. Um, and but it's it's okay. it's really well done. I I thought the first season. I've seen was really it. Good. I've seen the trailers. It looks like my jam. Yeah. It just when it was on, I just it's never got it, it was like I hate to say it, it's like Legion. I just have to watch it aside from it being on an ep like an episode on yeah, TV episodic. every week. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think that's what happened to me. Like I, I stayed with it for the first season and then I probably didn't realize when the second season came out and then Mm-hmm. After that, you like, oh, well, I'll, I'll catch it later. Other distractions, and now I still haven't seen the second and third. But um, uh, I enjoyed the books. Uh, I w- I'm really curious how they finish it off. I think it ran, I want to say, four seasons. Let me look this up here. Yeah. Because um, it really goes to shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, it was fantastic makeup effects, uh, really solid. Solid vampire, uh, with 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 enough enough of a twist, enough of a different twist to to make it mm-hmm. Um, oh my god, that scene when they were looking at that person's eye and that freaking parasite 
wiggles out of the eye. <laughs> See, anything having to do with the eyes, I'm just... Oh, just, it has eyes. Cringe. There. It has eyes. Cringe. Um, oh, it, you'll, you'll see me, like, just going, like, hiding my face, going, like, <laughs> when will it stop? Uh, it was co-written... Uh, the book was co-written by Chuck Hogan. So it was Chuck Hogan and, Gil- okay. and Guillermo del Toro. Um, God, Gil Guillermo del Toro, uh, hands down, he he's such a creator. Oh yeah, like, of just he, uh I I could just go for days yeah. talking about everything that he's ever done. We should we should do, and yeah, we should do a uh, a short series <laughs> or an episode of most influential horror directors. Uh, uh, that'd be fun. Hands down, Gil. This this new generation, like he's like of the new wave, mm-hmm. and he's just everything is so visual with him, yeah, and so well done. And he's such a fan, and he understands what fans want for sure, for sure. Uh, and that's all I'll say. Like, I mean, I know that he lives here. I would not yeah, stalk they him, here. but yeah, yeah, yeah they home yeah. here. He lives in Leslieville. I know yeah. that much. Yeah, he can. So he's actually sorry. He's actually um he's actually ate at one of my favorite uh, Mexican restaurants uh, on the be- in the beaches called Chola. Okay. And okay. it's uh, if you ever get a chance to go, mm-hmm. such good food. Cool. A little bit pricey, but fantastic. Show but the that's the side note. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he came he he came in with his old family into the chapters, uh, and I just uh, I just happened to be looking over the because we were on the second floor. And we, I just happened to be looking over the rail at that time because it was pretty quiet. Mm-hmm. On I think we were like maybe an hour till closing, and he walks in. Mm-hmm. He's like, I turned my coworker. Is that Camaro? I don't know. Another coworker. Is that Camaro? Is that is it? I don't know. Oh, you're idiots. So, <laughs> but he came onto my floor. Heathens, I say. Yeah, yeah. And and uh, and then he, he so he was in the art books looking at I'm looking at him, staring at him, uh, but trying to be nonchalant. And then then I got busy with a customer, ringing out a customer, and then he left my department. I'm like damn, shoot, shoot, shoot. And I I I called to a uh, a friend, and it might have actually even been Emma. Who I had on this podcast. I can't remember. Anyways, I said I said you have to come down to the second floor and cover Emma, please confirm cash. next podcast. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, really. And because I have to run upstairs and uh, catch up to Guillermo del Toro. So I'm leaving this cash no matter what, but if you can cover it, that'd be great. <laughs> so I went up there and I, I I introduced myself and had a conversation with him. At that time, uh I think it was um. Oh, what was that? Oh, what was that robot film he did? Um. Oh my goodness. Oh Jesus. Uh, With the Tom Morello soundtrack. Um. Oh God. You're you're getting me because I'm like they just put out- oh um oh um ah I know what you're talking about. I'm trying to say the name and it's like <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. They just, put, um, they just Pacific Rim. Pacific Rim. Yes. Pacific Rim. Uh, so it was about that time uh when that was coming out. So we, we were we were talking kaiju and robots and what some of the fun stuff that we watched when we were kids and stuff like that. First movie fantastic, second movie sadly yeah. so fantastic. Yeah, I agree. Um when we talk about monsters, we'll we'll bring in Pacific Rim. We'll, we'll, because we gotta talk Godzilla. 
<laughs> but um, yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that second movie was really the, again. You know why? For me, kids protagonist, <laughs> pilot and giant robots couldn't get into it. Even though, yeah, even though Boyega was in there and he was trying his hardest, but it was just uh, oh god, Boyega is so good. Yeah. Attack the block by far. They're making a sequel. Don't tell me that. No, they, I just learned that like a few days ago that they're 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 doing a sequel to Attack the Block. Oh my god, my mind just exploded. <laughs> and on that note exploding minds (laughs) we're not talking about scanners we uh, are finishing up our talk on vampires um yes we know it's been nice it's been nice (laughs) kind of memory roam there's some stuff i want to revisit now um but and i know we've missed a lot of stuff there's so much vampires out there so much and this is why this has been like a 28 part series um because it feels like it's been a 28 part series it really it really has been a thing but i mean i i you just can't rush through vampires no you just can't You've got to give everything its reverence, though. Yeah, there's too much of history uh, with vampire and cinema. Uh, that's, of course, it's its own genre. And for our listeners who who do listen, you know, our like seven or eight listeners, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I'm sure some of them are going like, "You missed a whole yeah. section of things," and that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'll I'll put up uh, the the message link, and if you want to send me a message and yell at us, that's cool. Uh, yeah, you can do please. that, and uh, I'll I'll put that in the show description. And uh, please, <laughs> please call. Uh, for- oh, um, uh, my friend Andrew, um, he listens. I send him the pod every time you post something. Oh, nice. Um, he loves the theme music to the podcast oh so cool. yes uh that's my friend so, uh greg hat uh composed it and i i when i remember i put his credits at the back uh at the end of the episode yeah um, um so cool. yeah andrew andrew gives you props i'll pass because i said mm-hmm. I, I always say i'm like it's not my podcast i just guessed on it <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh that's cool i'll, I'll, I'll let him know that <laughs> um all right, we got so that's it. That's wrapping up that. Uh, we got one more little episode to come out as a kind of a uh, uh, epilogue to this, and we're gonna yeah. feature some of the uh, more well-known or, or music that we really love of uh, vampire TV or film. And yeah. we're going to take some uh, score music. We're going to take some theme music. We'll just take some uh, after credits music and, and, yeah. and, and feature them and talk a bit about them. Um, so, Mal, get your list ready. Um, I, I will. And, um, and... We'll probably have a lot of crossover. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's okay. Um, double check if it's on Spotify <laughs> because yeah. this will be a Spotify only episode because they allow you to use licensed music but if you do that you can't have it on any other platform so uh, yeah. Spotify exclusive episode next time uh, the mu- the music of vampires and uh, until then I am David 
And I'm Mallory. <laughs> and we'll uh, talk to you later. Thanks for joining yeah. us at May Contain Violence. Have a bloody good evening. Yes, indeed. And that's the end of our look of vampires throughout the ages and some of our favorite picks. Hope you enjoyed reminiscing about these movies and TV shows as well as games. Um, what's your favorite one? If you are new to the vampire genre, uh, I can't imagine anyone being new to the vampire genre. It's always been there. It's always been around us. You must have encountered it at some point in your life. But uh, is there a particular one that you enjoyed the most? I'm going to leave a link if you want to comment on that. Uh, you can just send that in and you will be featured on the show. Unless you're a total dick. But uh, I, I'm going to hedge my bets that you're not. Anyhow, I have to do a little addendum here. Uh, we were not able to record the bonus episode involving music from the vampire films and TV shows. Uh, I had thought Spotify would allow the use of um, full songs, and it, it seems they only will do 30 seconds of it, and I did not feel that would give justice to the music that we wanted to cover. So we're going to have to think of something else, um, perhaps a more comprehensive look of horror music, and uh, we'll try to figure something out at a later date. Anyhow, uh, once again, I'm David, uh, speaking for Mallory. Have a bloody good evening. Thank you.